0: Alex, isn't that a tale as old as time where the new technology, the new thing is going to supplant all the core jobs and all these people are going to be out of work when in reality we look back today and the jobs that exist today are just better than the jobs that existed 20 years ago. The jobs 20 years ago are better than the jobs 200 years ago. I mean, the jobs in the 1800s, I don't think anybody wants to go back and do those. Um, I don't think a lot of people want to do the jobs that existed in the 70s. So. We're creating better jobs, and yeah, it's going to be a different skill set people will have to apply. Ultimately, it's a higher quality of job. Welcome everyone to Tech by Design, where the Richmond Technology Council takes you to the edge for trending tech and innovation here in Richmond, Virginia. I'm Nick Surface, CEO of RVA Tech, along with Alex Atanias, CEO of Shaco. Come join us. Is it a bubble, Alex? Are we in a bubble? What's up, Nick? Are we in an AI bubble? Oh, my gosh. I was like, what bubble?
1: <laughs> I thought the same thing. I was like, whose background is a bubble? Wow. <laughs>
2: should, should we all go quiet?
1: <laughs> we have talked a lot about AI recently and, and the, the hot takes on it. And if it's too trendy, too buzzy, or if what's its staying power? You
2: know, this is not an AI bubble. I think there's aspects of it that are an AI bubble, but I don't think we are in an AI bubble per se. Before I answer that question, I was looking at some of the people that went hard and heavy on the metaverse last year, and their LinkedIn's just kind of Hmm. just went Nosedive, and it's really, really funny because we we obviously dabbled a lot in the metaverse, and we were just and and my biggest thing with the metaverse and Web three was just correcting people on on how what what that really was and and what were the different aspects of the metaverse, and it was just so funny because I spoke to a lot of a lot of people, and they're like just just go with it. The metaverse is whatever people want it to be. And so, coming back to your question, I think some of the AI hype that we heard last week actually, right, is hype because AI is just basically something people throw on at the end of their name.
0: It's like, yeah. I am Alex Otania's AI. Uh, You're Nick Surface AI. She's Lauren AI Sawyer. You know, I had a meeting earlier or actually last week with a company i never met before and I went onto their website and all over the website, it, it mentioned AI and that they, you know, they perform their services uh, using AI. And then it got out to this meeting and, and mentioned it a couple of times. And really, it, it became very clear that the AI was just a, a trendy buzzword that they were, you know, inserting to make sure that it caught people's eye. I don't think any of the tech or the services necessarily were really, AI um, uh, fueled or empowered, other than you know trying to incorporate automation wherever possible, and I, I think automation and AI are getting blended together. So if you have any sort of automated element or attempt to automate something, it is then being repackaged and rebranded as we are AI powered. Is that wrong? Is that or maybe that's okay? Maybe that's maybe all automation is AI and. You know, I I just don't think that's what when we think about AI as a breakthrough technology, I don't think we mean any and all automation. I think we mean some of the more innovative applications of automation through, you know, generative and predictive analytics. But you tell me I'm wrong, Alex.
2: I think 95% of me wants to correct everybody who throws AI into their website just for for fun because it's not. And i I'm, and I'm like Imagine we all basically started using our own definition of, of English language words and went around speaking like that. And all of a sudden, people are like, is it wrong? Right. And I'm like, instead of when, I, when I'm like, "Yo, I'm happy and that really means I'm sad or that means I'm hungry. And you're like, and then I get mad because you don't understand me. And all of a sudden, we're like, oh, it's OK. It's a, you know, I mean, we're at least promoting the concept. Right, we're promoting the happiness concept, even though I'm hungry. Like I'm, 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 I'm tongue twisting here, but it's just like, I think part of me is like, there's a reason for all these layers, right? There's large language models, there's artificial intelligence, there's machine learning, there's analytics, there's data analytics. There, there's a lot of different concepts that actually mean something from a technology perspective. And, and if, if misused, like, I think if we misuse them, we, we, we risk not trusting the actual power and benefits that are occurring glitched that's, out that's on us Alex. Answer. Oh no.
0: Yeah, I if saw you that. Misuse,
2: if you misuse it's the AI. Uh, <laughs> no, hey, I, I think my final answer, Nick, I don't know where I glitched out, but I think if if we misuse the terminology and misrepresent it as holders of this new wave, we we risk losing consumers and employees trust. And I think that's the biggest impact.
0: I'm going to go back. I think where I want to take or respond, how I want to respond to your comment is going back to the fundamentals. Cause you know me, I'm big, big fundamentals guy, and it may not be the sexiest, but coming back to data science that you just mentioned, ultimately, all of the AI is built upon an aggregation of data and applying that data to uh, additional you know, future actions. I feel like data science and the application of automation are being bundled into this AI because it's sexier, when in reality, it's still data science. We need data scientists. We need people who process data to, to build it. And it's automation. We need people who understand how to apply automation to apply it. I don't know. Maybe that's just... Maybe that's just me not loving the buzz, the, bu- the trendy buzz word. It reminds me of social media, right? I feel like it was its own separate thing 10 years ago, but now it's just integrated into our communications and our media and the internet.
1: My question around all of this with the the hype versus practicality is with the news from OpenAI about the GPT store and the new like app store but for AI – what is that Because to me that that reads like again, muddying the waters of what is machine learning and what's helpful versus what's a flash in the pan
0: yeah the the gpts we we mentioned them a little bit last time. It's almost an entirely new platform and application of AI that um I don't know seems a little more accessible and um has some entertainment value as well as function, which I think. I don't know. Again, if I reflect back on social media, it was at first it was just entertainment value. And then, you know, we all started to realize it had a lot of marketing value and ad value and communication value. And now it's just integrated. It's yeah, half of us are scrolling mm-hmm. for entertainment and then half of us are scrolling for news or it or it's a blend. Um, and we're all applying it into our own businesses and personal lives and personal brands. And so, yeah, I feel like this is the first step you know, I'm kind of contradicting what I was saying earlier about the bubble, but this does feel like the first time that AI is developing its foundational platform that could be used for any and all uses, both entertainment and functional. And it's almost like a proprietary foundation here or, or platform. I don't know. Alex, let's get your thoughts. Alex? Um yeah, I couldn't agree more, Alex. Uh, like you said, I think everything I was saying is perfectly is right. Um, I, I agree with my analysis, too. Yeah, no, I do. Um, so, so
2: I think if we look at the last um, just three big waves that come to mind, right? AI, um, the, the mobile phone wave or the app wave more than the mobile phone wave and, and the, the social media craze. I think the big things that, that I noticed is when social media came out, we were automatically more connected. Right. I, I was in college when social media really hit mainstream and I was in Boston, so I got to experience Facebook firsthand. But overnight, we were more connected. I think mobile phones also went from I have to pay to make every call and all my calls are free or whatever. I can't remember what the what the phone setup was back then, but they became significantly more accessible with Blackberry and then all of a sudden Android and, and Apple. And. Um, and, and again, I became more connected and more productive. I, I could be in Boston and my mom could be in Ecuador and, and we could have an actual conversation, right? And and then the app craze came, right? And all of a sudden I could be more connected and more productive. I didn't have to sit in front of my desk for hours at a time. I could actually go out for lunch and still respond to an email. And and I I, I think as, as we look at this AI phase that's coming out, true AI, right? Like the, the post-LLM, post-machine learning, like data processing, like the, the, the user interface of it, and people are more productive. And and I think it's just about massaging all of that information and the way we, we consume that information. That's why I'm excited about it. It's one of those things that makes people infinitely more productive, more connected, and used the right way, allows us to have a better life. That's what I'm excited about.
0: I mentioned earlier the fundamentals. And and maybe a better way to say it is it, it's just another building block of technology. As technology continues to evolve and iterate, You know, it's just the next step. It's not a a transformation or revolution in terms of an entirely new technology. We, We all keep saying a lot of this has been around for decades even in terms of increasing automation. But this is just another level of the functionality of technology. It all continues to build upon each other. And, you know... Yeah, initially it was computers, and then we had the internet, and then we had social media, and then now we have AI. And it all continues to just build upon the cornucopia of a tech stack that we use uh, every day. And I just, I feel bad for Lauren and Jasmine that they're gonna have to figure out how to uh, apply marketing to all of it. (laughs) Because we all just wanna sell ads. We all just wanna put our ads out there. We wanna sell ads, we wanna, yeah. There's a new system that
2: came out yesterday called Humane AI. It's a little clip that, uh, uh, it didn't come out yesterday, it came out this week, right? It's been in production for for quite a few months or at least being spoken about for quite a few months. And it's this little clip that goes on your chest, right? And the whole concept here is using artificial intelligence and GPTs to power life without the need for a screen. This thing can text message, can summarize emails for you. If you need a pseudo screen, it has a little laser pointer that basically is enabled on your hand and it makes phone calls. Uh, it's not always listening. You actually have to click a button for it to start listening. And so they've made it pretty safe and convenient. And we're talking about this transition away from screens into, into essentially AI doing everything for us. But not everybody learns that way. Not everybody conceptualizes that way. Not everybody uh, intakes information that way. So I, I don't think it's one or the other. I don't think we're moving anywhere. I think we're adding a capability to the way we work, to the way we live.
0: So are you telling me it's additive? Yes. So let me get let me let me let me add another element to it then. A lot of companies are now thinking, hey, is there is this an opportunity to streamline or consolidate, particularly my human resources, because automation is, you know, now creating redundancies or I don't need as many people. I'm even seeing certain companies, I won't mention any names, that their strategy is over the next, you know, few years to twenty twenty five, they're gonna either lay off or remove X amount of positions because they wanted to AI to be, um, you know, to come in and, and take those over. However, are there going to be companies or is is there real opportunity here to double down on AI and build a workforce around it that can scale it, apply it, innovate in it, and ultimately use it to create innovative business practices and services and products? And are we going to see in five to 10 years, hey, this company really doubled down on AI, they hired around it, they built human resources around it, and they've been able to scale it into these new functionalities and products and services. Now, all of a sudden, the company that laid off 5,000 people to make way for AI actually went in the wrong direction, whereas the company that hired 500 AI specialists is now killing it. That's such a loaded question. Well, I need your final answer uh, set in stone. Now, it can never be undone.
2: I think it's it's silly not to think that AI will replace jobs. Jobs have been replaced at every turn of innovation that we've ever experienced. And so to think that AI will not make people more productive and theoretically replace jobs is is silly. I think a lot of people want their employees to be more productive, more effective at their job. And if I were to, I don't think I see it this way, but, but a lot of the people that I've spoken to are looking to increase the output of employees Of their current employees using ai and i think that's the right way to look at it right can we increase output and make people more productive therefore my company is larger as a whole versus decrease the number of employees because if you decrease the number of employees because ai is doing what they're doing then your output is going to be the same right you're kind of replacing one for the other Mm-hmm. I, Potentially streamline
0: costs. I think that's the strategy. Yeah,
2: of course. And that's a good strategy. But I think what we're going to see is there's going to be a new a new wave of where people work, how people work. Maybe, and, and again, this is where I'm like more utopian than, than dystopian. Maybe people don't have to sit in, in low-paying jobs for hours on end to make money. Maybe they could take advantage of AI and be more productive for the economy, for their families, uh, for their life because of the fact that they have AI. A good example is in in our field, a B developer now becomes an A-plus developer using AI, right? A B designer can now take advantage of of AI and become an A-plus designer, meaning like quality of design. So I'm wondering if we could use AI like that across other areas of the business, right? A customer support representative can become an amazing representative because of AI.
0: Alex, isn't that a tale as old as time where the new technology, the new thing is going to supplant all the core jobs and all these people are going to be out of work when in reality, we look back today and the jobs that exist today are just better than the jobs that existed 20 years ago. And the jobs 20 years ago are better than the jobs 200 years ago. I mean, the jobs in the 1800s, I don't think anybody wants to go back and do those. I don't think a lot of people want to do the jobs that existed in the 70s. So- we're creating better jobs. And yeah, it's going to be a different skill set, people will have to apply. But you know, I don't know the data, I don't know if there are any less jobs available. I think ultimately, it's a higher quality of job. And I think you hit on something with that.
2: Yeah, 100%. Right. I mean, just a just a quote that you, you could probably find anywhere. But a lot of people are basically quoting, and, and I don't know where this comes from, right? But Sorry. two things. First of all, uh, generative AI. So, so the ability to basically automate some of these tasks, are going to add trillions of dollars to the global economy. Trillions of dollars don't come out of nowhere by basically putting people out of work. Like people are going to be shifted and there will be people that are left without work. I mean, that's that's the sad part. But I think those people that take advantage of this shift are going to be more successful and probably have better lives. The flip side to that is, and, and I'm seeing this with, with some of the companies that I'm involved with, 70% of people's activities. Can be either assisted and/or replaced with AI. A lot of the menial activities, um, just to to be clear, like the repetitive activities.
0: Do you think we'll see a, a time when there are actual job positions like AI specialist, AI manager, director of AI, entire departments built around facilitating uh, the AI functionality in a business?
2: We already have that. I mean, that's been around for, for years. Um, I mean, you see, I mean, with the, I'm, I'm in the tech industry, so you see that all over the place, right? In the tech industry is, is really this, this transition. You have directors of AI, VP of AI, uh, chief data officer. We have, last I checked, RVA Tech has has an entire conference focused on data
0: and AI. Yep, we do. We have that and a lot of other conferences coming up next year in 2024. <laughs> Buy your- Buy your season pass oh, at tech.com <laughs> and get a free conference. Nice,
2: Nick. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Talking points do, from Jasmine. Do like that to you. I do. Um, switching switching comments. I know we're at 930 here, but um, or switching topics. What AI topics came out of women in tech this year?
0: Gosh, uh, I'd have to go back and look at the agenda, Alex. As not an attendee, I was out and about making sure everybody got fed, had a seat, and was comfortable. So uh, I will tell you, I could use some AI to make sure that the water bottles are always uh, fully stocked at the, uh, the refreshment bar. That would be helpful. Um, I could use AI to maybe outsource my AV components. But you know where I don't want AI? I don't want it at the front desk. I don't want it at the check-in booth. I want somebody there saying hi, greeting people, asking where they're coming from, talking to them making small talk, and I don't want them at the help desk. I want empathetic, straightforward people that can get things done, making it happen at the help desk. So those are two places where I don't want AI. Not to get aggressive as we end here.
2: <laughs> I, I don't disagree with that.
0: Let people do what they're so that, best that's, at doing. Yeah, from, a, from, a, so from an operator's perspective of the conference, rather than attendees, that's that's what I learned from the Women in Tech conference.
2: Nice. If I'm not mistaken, right? Like there was there was um, managing tech, uh, a Carmax conversation about managing tech, and basically managing data, getting the most out of your data. I think just just to end the question that you had asked earlier, Nick was was really cool. It's just like, do we think that we're going to have entire departments focus on AI? In the last three projects that I've worked with, or, or three initiatives that I've seen, uh, really focused on AI. The problem is data. People don't have data in a way that is properly curated or, or filtered to actually take advantage of AI. So whether it's AI agents or data analysts, um, I, I think we're going to require a lot of that. That being said, once, once we get that into a repetitive like process, I think AI could take over that, but I think over the next two to three years, two to five years, I think you're going to see a lot of, um, data curation. So the AI experience is is correct.
0: So we've come full circle. We're back to the fundamentals. We're back to data science.
1: Love it. And in two to five years when the AI is doing the podcast, we can ask it its thoughts on data collection and whether we're still in a bubble and take it from there.
0: Will the AI be on time? (laughs) Will its audio function properly? (laughs) Uh, Hard to say.
2: It depends it depends who trains the AI, because if I trained it, it will be seven minutes late.
1: Only time will tell. But in the meantime, the niche should hang out with me. It is five minutes early all of the time. Minimum. It's gonna be a very timely AI. So well thank you both for the awesome conversation thank you, thank today. You. Thank you. And we'll meet back here next week.
0: Thank you, Miss Natterly.